0: and empowerment as the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples of indoctrination and godly things.
1: If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh oh,
0: Erin Addisons
1: on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki and I'm Will, and Sweet Victory and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the program. Got a lot of news that we want to get to today. In fact, Uh, the title of the show is In the News. I just want to look at some headlines, look at what's going on. So we'll do that. Um, But before we do, I just want to say, man, what a great time we had in Paris, Tennessee. Like, I I really am so grateful to have been able to spend the amount of time that we were able to spend with members of the Body of Christ at Tennessee Valley Community Church. Just, Mm -hmm. man, what a wonderful, wonderful time. I was so encouraged and just... Strengthened, you know, just to see the body of Christ at the same time encouraged by what w- was presented over the weekend, and then right. encouraging us. I like could just, man, right. just build you up in your most holy faith. Like it's just, it's just such a great thing. Also, I am happy to, <clears throat> I am happy to have made it out of Paris, Paris Tennessee, without a, a speeding ticket. <laughs> I just want to oh, say, man. so man, the adventures. so, so listen, okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> so. On day two, this adventures in odyssey. Day two. <laughs> On day two, we're headed to um, the pastor's the pastor's luncheon. Oh, <laughs> it's horrible! And I thought I know where the church is now, so I don't need to use GPS. And so we're headed over uh, in the Addison mobile. All of the kids, <laughs> you know, and we're all talking as we often do, and it gets rowdy. Our vehicle is very loud, yes. guys, just very very loud because everybody's talking and we're laughing a lot, and just it's just what we do. And so we're talking and and then we're going kind of a distance. And then I think it's JD who says, uh, did we, I think we passed the church. And I'm like, no, maybe, n- wait, oh, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, we passed the church. <laughs> so so we turn around and we're running late now because I've gone a little bit. And and I'm like, ah, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. So, uh, So I start booking it. <laughs> I start booking it. Yeah. And we get right there to the church. This is on Thursday. And I get right there to the church and I see blue and red and probably some other colors that I just couldn't <laughs> make out because my eyes went gloss. Like I haven't been pulled over by a law, law enforcement officer um, except for like a check. You know how they just do regular like want to see your driver's license, like right. those kinds. Of, I don't count right. those things. I mean, the I hadn't. Checkpoints. You know, yeah. A, yeah, checkpoint. You know, um, since I was in college. Right, like so. I really, you know, I'm a really good driver, generally speaking. Okay, <laughs> so I see the lights as I'm turning into the church's parking lot.
0: <laughs> what a great and, witness! Oh
1: man, it was <laughs> guys. And so, so first of all, everybody knows the feeling, right? But here's the thing, and I use this as 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 I was oh, like pull in. Okay, I can't even as I pull in. I'm going. I deserve this. That's what I kept saying. I just I was speeding. <laughs> I knew I was speeding. And I deserve this. And I told the kids, I said, this is what sin is like. You you know that you're wrong. Like, what are you going to say? So I go, I'm getting my driver's license out. And because we vlog when we travel, we record it. And everybody's going to subscribe to the channel now because they want to see this. Our daughter, Mariah, was filming. So she's got it all. Like, ah, oh, they'll never let me forget it. Mom, you sinned. You broke the law, you know. And so, so, so the officer comes up and I'm going, I say, I deserve it, sir. And I'm, I'm handing him my license. I'm just, you know, and, and he goes, man, he goes, what you were, you were just booking it. He goes, where are you going? (laughs) And I said, I'm embarrassed to tell you that I'm going to a church event and, you know, and here are all of our kids. And, and, you know, and he says to Mariah, he goes, are you documenting all of this? And she's like, yes, sir. And I say, I say, sir, I deserve it. I, I'm sorry. I was speeding. I broke the law. And and he goes, is this where you're headed? I'm pulled right into the church's parking lot. I go, <laughs> yes, sir. You know. And he says, raise your right hand. And I go, okay. <laughs> and he goes, Do you promise not to speed? Listen, folks. He goes, the rest of the day, sir. <laughs> sir, not only the rest of the day, but tomorrow and the day after that, un- until I leave Paris no I'm just kidding I'm sorry no just I, I took it very uh-huh. easy like'll we'll be great well, that's why he
0: said the rest of the day because he right because he didn't want to hold me to he something like, that
1: I couldn't keep right <laughs> so but let me just tell you I never paid so much attention to the speeding signs because I usually i'm I'm pretty i'm I'm really a safe driver like I'm I, that's something that's important to me right mm-hmm. and so this I just I was trying to get there and I knew it and you know and so I deserved to get a ticket. And I was just so, like, you know, and and I kept saying, oh, I deserve this. I deserve this. And the officer says, well, I mean, do you want me to give you a ticket? (laughs) No, sir, I don't. But I'm just saying, I know, I recognize that I have have fallen short and I deserve. So I received a tremendous amount of grace. And so our kids are just like, mom, mom, like, you were speeding and you got pulled over by law enforcement. Like, do you know how long it's going to take for me to be able to outrun that? Like that and for time? them. Oh my
0: goodness. <laughs> that's gonna come back years from now. When they have their, I, uh, gonna have their families <laughs> remember that
1: time? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so that means for for the for the rest of our like training to drive lives, you and I, <laughs> well me. I'm you know, I'm not gonna be able to say, Hey, watch your speed. Hey, watch your speed. You know what we say as parents. You know, hey, hey, slow down, slow down. Mm-hmm. Cause now what are they gonna say? Oh,
0: oh, oh you really th- you talking about speed? And Do that's I when you like to-
1: Anyway, um she's working <laughs> at this moment on putting together a montage mm. of our trip to Paris, Tennessee. Eesh. It will include the quote unquote pullover. Okay. It will include that God bless the officer who had mercy yeah. on me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, didn't give me what I deserved. Can I tell you though, uh, as I often do, it turns into an illustration to to communicate to them an eternal truth. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. Because the
0: thing you asked about, you know, <coughs> what is mercy? And what is grace? Yes, you know. So I had a chance to talk to him at the church about Oy. it. You know, and so it was a, uh, it was like a good lesson, a lesson that you don't want to have to, you know, teach again. My goodness. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. And that's part. Look, this is part of ministry as far as um, not getting tickets, <laughs> but being able to to use real life situations, the life lessons.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. To,
0: to 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 talk to the children. You know, um, and also it's a homeschooling um lesson.
1: it totally was because i didn't realize <laughs> that our kids did not understand like w- they didn't really understand what it means to get a ticket or like like they didn't understand the concept of how like you want to <laughs> avoid getting a ticket because gabby said man that was so cool you actually got pulled over by a police officer like that's not cool like no, what are you, like what are no you talking about and all. she goes well how bad is that that's bad that's really really bad. And she goes, "Well, is it only because of the price of the ticket? Well, no. It's yes. Y- yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Depending on how far over the speed limit you're going, but also it can impact your insurance. Like, and you don't want to be a lawbreaker. Right, like, you don't want right. to do that. You know what I mean? And so I didn't realize that they needed several lessons to come out of this. So I guess if <laughs> if that's the result, maybe that's good. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. All I can say is that once I got to church, um. I was on a ten, like you know, just like what is it? The endorphin levels, like, are you just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe. I um, hadn't been pulled over since I was in college. Headed yeah. back to college late and trying to get there. That state trooper, Louisiana state trooper, pulled me over, and I asked him for mercy. I remember (laughs) I was like probably 19 or 20 and I said hey can you let me go with a warning and this is I will never forget what he said I don't know if that state trooper is listening or remembers this conversation but this young woman at the time Mm -hmm. looking for mercy this is what he said he goes the next time I pull you over I'll let you go with a warning but today you're getting a ticket. That's what he said, oh, and, and I'm thinking in my mind, yeah, but sure there's not going to be. <laughs> no, <laughs> You're not getting I out today. <laughs> I deserved it. I was on the I was on the Bonnie Carry spillway, you know, like you, you. I think it's like 60 or something up there, and I was going probably like 70, 75. I deserved it. Like I just I can't say that I've ever been pulled over and I didn't deserve it, or like I was shocked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of the two times, like now I'm a veteran all of a sudden, and all the times I've been, no, it's the two times, but in both times I deserved it one time no mercy got what i deserved mm-hmm. right and then the second time incredible amount of mercy incredibly humbling and embarrassing in front of the kids uh <laughs> what was interesting to me is that Mariah didn't think she needed to respect my moment and put the camera away. She just...
0: <laughs> she's like, ooh. She's like, oh, this is good. This, this is juicy.
1: This is going to be good. Oh, man. I should have done one of those paparazzi things where I just put my hand over the lens. Stop it. Can I please just respect my privacy? <laughs> we, we request privacy. Anyway, wonderful time in Paris, Tennessee, and um, it was a great blessing to be with the body of Christ. All right, in the news um, today, the big news is, and this is uh, shocking for so many people, Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Wow.
0: That, that I don't know was, what's going on sweat.
1: over I mean, there. but
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, you know.
1: Especially <laughs> since he basically carries the network with yeah, his, his program, top-rated. his ratings. I, I just don't understand.
0: And not only and, that that network, but just in general. Like, he's yeah, the t-
1: <laughs> Cable know, television.
0: And I think he just had an interview with, like, Elon Musk. He like how did. You, how do you, he you know, did. anyway.
1: I don't know. I, I think that there's going to be more details that Nobody's come out. Secure. Um secure. Well, you know, I, I think there are going to be more details that come out, and and I'm I'm kind of interested to see exactly what is going on, uh, <laughs> the reason that is given. Well, I don't even know that I would call it a reason. They gave a reason. Carl-
2: hmm.
1: No, I guess there it's a, it, mutual agreement. Yeah, right. Like I don't. Okay, here is here is uh, uh, Harris Faulkner today on Fox News
2: making the announcement. This is clip four. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. And starting tonight, Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be an interim show with rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network as a host and prior to that, as a long-term contributor.
1: Yeah, I mean, not a reason, um, not a reason given, but I will say, you know, when you say a mutual agreement, it almost sounds like, yeah, we both just decided it was, uh, I mean, that's a firing, right, that Tucker Carlson didn't have any control over, obviously, because he didn't do a farewell show, Right. It was just you're out, right. and on the same Friday he had his last show aired on Friday. Mm-hmm. He was actually speaking at the Heritage's fiftieth uh, year celebration, on mm. um, this big huge gala, where he made a couple different comments that are a little bit chilling to hear now, um, which to me indicate that he did not know that Friday was his last show. And so I pulled a couple of clips from his speech. He made a speech and then he actually sat down with the president of the Heritage Foundation for sort of like a QA. It was all a part of he um, kind of serving as the keynote mm-hmm. for this event. And um I, I I just don't think there's there's nothing to indicate to me that Tucker Carlson knew that Friday mm, no. was his last day. And even some of the jokes that were <laughs> that were thrown around at this event, at this gala, I don't think can can suggest at all yeah. that Tucker Carlson thought, yeah, this is it, that Friday was my last show. So there was something that happened, and I guess you'll just have to wait to see what comes out of it. But here is clip two. This is uh, in his actual speech presentation, kind of the setup before the Q&A, um, where he's talking about, you know, basically what is bravery and, and what it means, what it costs us to, to tell the truth. But just listen to some of his comments in here, which, again, I think indicate he did not know that uh, they were going to mutually agree <laughs> to part ways, uh, this is cut to.
3: The truth is contagious. Lying is, but the truth is as well. And the second you decide to tell the truth about something, you are filled with this, I don't wanna get supernatural on you, but you are filled with this power from somewhere else. Try it, tell the truth about something. You feel it every day. The more you tell the truth, the stronger you become. That's completely real. It's measurable in the way that you feel. And, of course, the opposite is also true. The more you lie, the weaker and more terrified you become. We all know that feeling. You lie about something, and all of a sudden, you're a prisoner of that lie. You are diminished by it. You are weak and afraid. Drug and alcohol use is the same way. It makes you weak and afraid. But you look around, and you see these people, and some of them really have paid a heavy price for telling the truth. And they are cast out of their groups, whatever those groups are, but they do it anyway. And I look on at those people with the deepest possible admiration. I am paid to do that. I face no penalty. Someone came up to me, you're so brave. Really? I'm a talk show host. <laughs> it's like I can have any opinion I want. That's my job. That's why they pay me. It's not brave to tell the truth on a cable news show. And if you're not doing that, you're really an idiot. You're really craven. You're lying on television. Why would you do that? You're literally making a living to say what you think, and you can't even do that? Please.
1: We'll grab the break, and we'll be right back. Aaron the Addison, stay close.
2: And if it's God that I'm after, I just can't serve to master. And before something happens, I gotta turn it all around because I know I can't just have my cake in anymore. Cause it's really easy to stay on the fence and still do you. And it'd be cool if we could love the Lord and still go do our thing. But see, it doesn't work like that. You gotta be white or black. You're listening
1: to Aaron the Addison's On American Family Radio and The Network. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I'm Miki.
0: And I'm Will, and that's Jonathan McReynolds with No Gray.
1: By the way, this uh, broadcast is also available via podcast. So you can download the show and listen as you're folding clothes. Maybe it doesn't work for you to listen at 2 Central or 3 Eastern. Then um, listen when you're folding clothes on Saturday at 10 a.m. And then back to back after that. Just catch up for the whole week. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. Just making (laughs) suggestions. You know, you got to fold those clothes anyway. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so yeah, you can get the podcast. Also, you can watch it live. On YouTube and Facebook Uh, and from time to time we show video to you can hear some of it today we're going to show you a video that honestly you're going to be able to hear the children's response to what's happening in the video you won't be able to see it unless you're watching on YouTube and Facebook and um, I just recommend this this one does actually require you to see it so so the viewers will be able to see it but if you're listening You'll only be able to hear the reaction. I'll narrate a little bit of it for you. just won't do it justice. It's disgusting, uh, but took place in a middle school last month. And, again, just one of those things is what our kids are facing. This is what they're up to. We'll get to that in just a little bit, but that's all. That's just a plug of information so that you know how you can uh, connect with us. We're mm-hmm. talking about Tucker Carlson, who is out at Fox, which I think is a really dark move for them. Like, I, I think it's really bad. They don't I, – I mean –
0: Yeah, but that's a big move, so they – I'm I'm curious to hear what they're gonna say more about this because um, there's some speculations and different things. But I, I I just that's a huge move, move to have some your your lead off person you mm-hmm. know to 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 be fired. That's what it looks yeah. like. It looks like fired. But I will say this about Fox News. I don't watch uh, any mainstream media at all. But the only thing I would watch from time to time were mm-hmm. were clips of Tucker, Tucker Carlson Hullson. on <laughs> yeah. YouTube and stuff Same. like that. So Same. now it's like. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna take a big hit because I of think that.
1: so, and I think they deserve it. And and I would also say that Tucker Carlson, because of the way he operates just individually, like so you know even when he was doing like the weekends, I used to watch him on the weekends and listen to his commentary. And one of the things that always stood out to me about Tucker Carlson, like he you know back to his bow tie days, um, was that he was always thoughtful, but like man, just very crisp in his commentary and the way he delivered it. He's not like um, easily excitable i guess but it just is always a matter of fact which is, yeah. is so refreshing to just you know yeah. he's got this this commentary this response that's so bold and it seems so basic yeah. but you need someone who is bold these days to communicate what is basic like it's, right. it's just basic
0: basic but, truth. but
1: but you've got a lot of cowards on the air so so right. you need someone who's bold to just kind of get back Get back to the basics and right. communicate that. And Tucker Carlson was doing that. Um, you and I, as we were exchanging talking mm-hmm. about this earlier, mm-hmm. um, you feel like he's going to, you know, of course, land somewhere else. Oh yeah,
0: definitely will pop up somewhere. And there's there's at least one. I I just I saw a video of making a pitch for him.
1: Who was it? <laughs> it can, was, can you it say it was
0: Glenn Beck at over at Blaze? He was like, okay, hey. well,
1: he better watch out for Ben <laughs> Shapiro because Ben probably will come for him as well. Hey there, I, Tucker. Sorry, Ben. You mock all kinds of people, so
0: you can
2: get it too. Uh,
1: I don't know. Maybe Tucker should do his own thing. You know, he he, he did start the Daily Caller. Somebody, Um, somebody
0: else said that too.
1: Maybe he should do, just do his own thing. He also had an offer, which this is so ironic. Like he, he actually had an offer on Friday night when he was right. at this gala event um, sitting across or sitting next to the president of Heritage, Dr. Mm. Kevin Roberts. Uh, he did the whole, you know, introduction. Then then um, Tucker Carlson uh, shared a few remarks. And then they were going to do this kind of Q&A as a part of his keynote. And there was this banter as they were getting set up and transitioning from Tucker standing at a, uh, podium and then sitting in these two glorious white chairs, um, just beautiful chairs, and then they they're bantering, but the comments are just kind of eerie. Now mm-hmm. on a Monday, the comments are eerie. Let's listen to what that sounded like. This is uh, clip three.
3: But all seriousness, Tucker, thank you. What a great message. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, uh, it was heartfelt. <laughs> things go south at Fox News, there's always a job for you at Heritage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've saved me before. So thank you. We, we do that for a lot of people very happily. We're not called America's Outpost for nothing. <laughs> yeah, think about that.
1: <laughs> oh, we're thinking about it, all right. We're thinking about it.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, that's that's just incredible. Like, if things go south at Fox News... You know and then in his speech he referred so much to his his job I think we may have a little bit of a delay I felt like yeah, we had a little so. drop out uh during that clip playing but we'll work around it and see if it all gets worked out in the meantime um back to Tucker Tucker Carlson and I, that's just eerie you know what i mean like right. we, which again to me you don't know that that's coming if you're making jokes like that like mm. that's not just i I'm looking for a change or I suspected that there was a problem. And I I saw the, um, the clip or the, the, uh, the Twitter post, I think you sent me about him coming after big pharma on, uh, on the 19th. And then, (laughs) you know, but I feel like Tucker has come for all of the sacred cows, if you will, at some point or another. I I just, I don't know if that's it. That may be it. It, There may be more to it. I don't know. At the same time, uh, Don Lemon is out over at CNN. Doesn't have quite the same feel.
0: I mean, maybe Fox going to pick him up. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, they're going in that why, direction anyway. Why do you anyway. say
1: things <laughs> like that? Why do you say things?
0: It was making room for yeah. Don.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway. Wow. Wow. The only one who could campaign for his own daily program and still fail. You remember back in the day with Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly on Fox News making points, offering commentary, one of the top-rated shows at the time, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly and um and uh Don Lemon, if I'm not getting this wrong. Don Lemon was uh talking about he's he's basically like following you know, following Bill O'Reilly and and saying that, <laughs> hey, I was making the same point, but I only have a weekend show. If I had five mm-hmm. nights a week to be able to make <laughs> I points, that. I probably could do the same thing that Bill O'Reilly was doing. And it's like, okay, so then they gave him one because, <laughs> you know, equity. And so, <laughs> and then it just turned points. into like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, so many, so many, they had no choice. Right, but then his programs often turned into like him just being offended at people, mm-hmm. and then the the following program was a repeat of what he experienced the night before, and it, and it always to me sounded like I mean, could you believe what they said the other night? Could you believe what they said? Could you <laughs> believe? I'm like, dude, is that what your program is? Mm-hmm. Get people on provoke them to offend you. And then the rest of the week, you're talking about how you were offended by so-and-so that's your highest, like claim to fame that so-and-so offended you because of your (laughs) sexuality or the color of your skin or whatever. Anyway. And so it doesn't, it doesn't feel the same that he's leaving CNN. I, (laughs) I kind of feel like Don Lemon, (laughs) he enjoyed his intersectional points. Okay. (laughs) Like he, he knew he could just do whatever he wanted because points, so like, what are they going to do? So I can I can be completely inebriated out of my mind mm. and cover a a New Year's event, and and what are they going to do? Right. Like, what are they going to do? I can yeah. I I can you know anyway. Yeah, he should go. So and CNN, join, you you whatever.
0: Uh, he should go join uh Rolling Martin or somebody. And they can go have fun.
1: <laughs> is he still doing stuff? Well, on the internet, he's still doing. Is Not Roland on, Martin like,
0: still doing stuff? Yeah, on, in, on the internet.
1: Okay. Yeah. Which I mean, that's legitimate, right? Like that's legitimate. But is it? Is he? Is do people still listen to him? Yeah, you know. I guess that's the question I'm asking. Like, do people still listen to him? Because (laughs) in my opinion, now of course, you know, in my opinion, I think the 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 corner market of network television is actually gone. I think internet is the place that you want to be. I think network television has become the dinosaur in culture, which is why uh, Tucker Carlson was such a change for Fox News because while people were flooding and leaving those platforms because they saw them as compromised, Tucker Carlson was sort of like, I think, people's hope that maybe the conservative news outlet that was Fox News, maybe they still had some conservative ethics that I think people thought that was possible because of Tucker Carlson. Now that Tucker Carlson is gone, I think people are like... (laughs) <laughs> you know, I guess they could have just, just holding the on who to, was the guy uh, who hosted the news program during the day.
0: Oh, who was, was she? Oh, Shepherd oh Smith. yeah, could
1: have just kept Shepard Smith, you know. I guess anyway, they, they I just hold know. on so to uh, Laura Ingram. We'll see how that all goes hold on to Laura <laughs> for now <laughs> until she makes him mad. Until <laughs> until she makes him mad, anyway. Uh, let's let's move on. I've got this story in the news headlines. Um, always looking at what's going on with our kids and what's happening in um, schools in this country. And this is just very disturbing. Um, I, I don't know how you, there's no way to really defend it. I'll just get into the story. We'll play the clip short clip. Uh, Our viewers will be able to see it. I will attempt to narrate what is happening, but please don't expect me to try to make it make sense. For you, Because I'm not going to do that because it, it's totally disgusting and should not have happened in a middle school. And you can hear that in the response coming from the kids. You yeah. can hear that the kids, when the children are right. crying out and saying, what is even the point of this? Like, why are we doing like then, man, we've got really big problems yeah. as it pertains to our our public schools today. Like I just anyway, a Washington State middle school was investigated for having students and staff play a licking game that parents described as, quote, highly vile. I, You know, <laughs> even if parents didn't describe it as highly vile, you could stop at a licking game. Right. Like, if you just said that, that's enough to say no. You know, so listen, I want to say this. So when, when teachers and assistants sit down and when they decide on an assembly program, like I'm going back to my days of middle school, okay, and thinking about how you decide on what's going to be the topic for your assembly. We're going to gather all of the students into the gym. Okay, and so I have this idea. Here's what we're going to do. So we're going to get this plexiglass and we're going to put whipped cream on each side of the plexiglass. And we're going to just have the teachers and the students just run up one at a time and simultaneously lick either sides of the glass. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say they're going to the students and they're going to like, where was the meeting that that happened in? And nobody was bold enough to say, I don't think that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, why why didn't anyone think that that was a problem? And certainly, why didn't anyone think it was a problem um, coming from the person who offered it? Why didn't they turn to that person and say, "Okay, first of all, that's a bad idea. Second of all, what's wrong with you that you think that that's a good idea? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Desert Hills uh, Middle School in Kennewick had minor students and adult teachers compete to lick marshmallow cream. Off either side of two clear plexiglass panes, a video of the incident shows the game was held at a school pep rally on March the 31st. Okay, so we're going to play the clip and I'm going to attempt to narrate what you're seeing. And not from a place of defending it because it's indefensible, but just so that if you're driving and you're like trying to understand what's going on. Okay, so this is clip one. Okay, so here you've got one teacher who goes up to the glass and runs off. There, I don't know if it's a race to see who can lick off the. The kids are completely grossed out, guys. So the the plexi pain is moving around. You've got the teachers trying to hold it steady. It's absolutely ridiculous. Then the final teacher, I don't know who the final teacher is that comes up and is licking the glass opposite a male student. And, and it's so disgusting. You can hear the kids. One kid is like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. This is so inappropriate. Okay, that's, we can stop the video. That's enough. That's enough. So so what happens? What's the breakdown in schools when you have this kind of disgusting, despicable display and there's the belief, there is the, the hope that this would be something like productive you know, like what are we what are we expecting? Like, what's what's the point of the exercise? Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I just nasty. Like, that's, I don't understand. It's so There's disgusting. No,
0: I mean, what? Yeah, I would like to know what they will what they have have to say about that. Like, this is, this is to teach students to do what? What? You know like
1: what? Like, what 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 is the what's what's the point of the exercise? <laughs> and then you've got that last teacher, the the male teacher, who comes out and. Man, it is clear to me. Like, I think he should be suspended. I think he should should be suspended. I think all of them, that, you know, each of them who participated, you know, I, I don't know. And I don't want to overuse terms because I don't want those terms to lose their meaning. But like, at what point is it abusive of children to do mm-hmm. things like this, to have a kid right. on the opposite side of a thin glass where your tongue and that kid's tongue is sliding up the glass at the same time? Like, who thinks that's OK? It's I gross. just don't understand it. You know what I'm, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. So anyway, the only reason we know about this is because one of those students was recording on her phone and she went home and showed the video to her mom. The mom was beside herself with disgust and posted it on her Facebook page.
0: Yeah.
1: The mom, um, Megan, I guess it's say is the name I would say it is. I, I didn't mean to say it that way. <laughs> Megan say is the name. Okay. This is what she said. Quote, in my opinion, We do not send our children to school to be exposed to highly sexualized behavior by adults. We send them to school to learn and for them to socialize with other people their ages, end quote. The second half, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not (laughs) necessary. She went on. They shouldn't have to sit in the gym for a school assembly and wonder what's going on. School should be a safe place for children to go. And this despicable display of adult behavior was hard to watch. Yes, it was, mom. I agree with you 110. This this was cr- like like our kids say cringe. Right. This was totally cringe.
0: Totally cringe.
1: And, you know, I- and aren't we coming off of this huge thing where it was in the news headlines that you had the Dalai Lama having a kid oh. like. Yeah, we, aren't we already in the mindset of like, right. yeah, just keep your tongue in your mouth. <laughs> right. Like, just stop that. That's disgusting. I mean, Come w- on.
0: What What do these school officials say? Oh, they were just having fun. This was a fun activity. Like, it's just some. Something- Great
1: question. So the superintendent, um, a woman by the name of Dr. Tracy Pierce, said in a statement to families on Friday that the investigation has been concluded, and she called the incident quote not an appropriate activity. Oh, really? You had to open an investigation <laughs> really? to find that. Really. Like that? You came to that conclusion after the investigation. Because I, I cannot investigate and I can tell you that this is, quote, not an appropriate activity. Nice. Give me something else. All right. We'll grab the break. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Ah, We'll be right back.
2: They don't get distracted by this earth. This place that we live for a small amount of time. These things we think we can take with us when we die. They don't last. Keep your eyes on the prize.
1: Man, we looking around, but we gotta stay focused This life about a moment I don't wanna let it pass, I wanna own it Look in the grass, you see the opponent? He wanna see you in chains, he wanna see you in the flame But you gonna be with the saints, you gotta go through all the pain You living it now, but to die is a game I think about heaven a lot, and I'm gonna do it for God Now when I'm throwing the telling, I'm giving it all that I got Look it See you in paradise. This ain't a game, ain't a paradise. I don't really care to be verified. I'm aware what you bear inside. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Niki.
0: And I'm Will That's Give It to God by Tyson James.
1: Uh, the principal from the middle school with um, the assembly where they had the students and the teachers participate in some sort of licking game. Um, which, man, right? Like you there's no way to say it and just kind of say it like it's a thing that should just be legitimate. Right. You can't there's no way to say it. Right. Like right. a licking competition. Nope. Still bad. <laughs> still bad. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there's no I way mean, just, just right. So, um, the principal man by the name of Casey Gant issued an apology for the activity in a statement to parents saying the following quote, on behalf of desert mills, middle school, I would like to apologize for the activity that took place during our recent assembly. <laughs> hmm. <Man. sighs> it's, it's more than checking people's hall pass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, more than telling teachers, take the breaks. Like, I mean, my goodness. All right. As as building principal, the principal went on, as building principal, I take ownership for the events that occur in my school, and I recognize the impact that the situation has had on our school community. I'm committed to the safety of our students and staff, and will ensure that all future activities meet the highest professional standards and adhere to district policy. Again, I apologize that this incident occurred and for the negativity brought to the Desert Hills community. Um, The mother of the student who recorded this incident and gave it to her mom does not find that sufficient. She Mm. does not. That's not enough for her. Um, One of the problems that she has is that there was not one staffer that was suspended or terminated, like not one suspended. And I, you know, look, I understand what it is to be in a setting where you want people to be good sports, like you want them to um, participate. And so, you know, you may have teachers go back to the days of like dunking booths, you know, like, you you know, <laughs> teachers would participate in that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, y- yeah. And they wouldn't necessarily <laughs> want to. Like, I don't you know, te- but teachers, they want to they w- would want to be a good sport. Um, I don't know. I feel like this the teachers would have been well within their right to be like, No, I'm not licking the plexiglass. Right. It's a no for opposite me. Dog. A student. That's yeah. a no for me, dog. Mm, I am not do that. Like I'm out. I mean, what you happened know, I, to Dunkin'
0: Boots? What happened to you Bring know, back
1: the dunking booth? Like, you know, I mean just play Ring Pie in the face, Rosie, maybe. You know, pie I mean, in the face, something, anything, but like don't it just is it's disgusting. It's disgusting and it does not it's it's not a good message for the kids, right? There's no way to unsexualize that kind of contact yeah. across anyway, anyway. Yeah. So so there's that. Then there's also mm. the news that um David's Bridal, the largest wedding gown retailer in the United States, has filed for bankruptcy after laying off uh 9,000 employees. Wow. You know, I was looking at this and I was thinking this kind of goes into the category that immorality is really bad for business. Like mm. we kind of want to try to ignore that, but it is really bad for business. This falls in, into the same category of Toys R Us. You murder all of the babies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then that's your target audience. Right, your
0: customer base. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like
1: your customer base destroyed. is
0: destroyed. Yeah pretty much
1: gone. Sin and immorality and you don't point to a biblical definition of marriage. There's no, there's nothing that's sacred about that anymore. And so Mm -hmm. why even do it? Like if there's nothing that's sacred about it, so why even do it? Then of course, if you've got, you know, a retailer that sells like 25% of the nation's wedding dresses. Right. 25%. That's pretty big. Right. Like, I mean, it's, it's for the, it's for the me people. Okay, so it's not going to be for the people who like you know get their their weddings like broadcast everywhere and every, you know like mm-hmm. the tens of millions of flowers you know and it's just on the cake like it's not going to be for them. No, they can go to the different places like the high end stores that are gonna you know do fine because it's all about the show anyway. But for the average Joe, David's Bridal was like your place to go. Like that was that was your place to get your right. your wedding gown anyway. David's Bridal has filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy protection just after laying off more than 9,000 employees. The Pennsylvania-based company said in a press release Monday that the company, including retail store locations, would remain open and operations would continue as normal while it seeks a buyer for the business. But this is something I found interesting in this story. According to Yahoo Finance, uh, fewer weddings could be to blame for the business slowdown. (laughs) The outlet reported that there were only 1.7 million marriage ceremonies in the U.S. in 2020. That's the lowest level in 121 years.
0: Wow. Well, the at lowest
1: level in 121 years. And you might be tempted mm. to say that that was because of 2020, but you haven't seen that tick back up to the 2.2 million marriages uh, that you normally would see pre pandemic. You haven't wow. seen it, <clears throat> excuse me, come back up to that level. Um, anyway. Wow. I, you know, again, there are consequences for our departure from truth. Collectively, as a nation, there are consequences. And I think this is just another one of those things. Wow. Um, Okay, let's see. One other thing. I'll open the phone lines if you want to comment on anything that we've talked about, and then I'll squeeze in one more story. 888-589-8840. Excuse me. 888-589-8840. I can tell you that I may want to carry this story over, um, if the Lord wills. I would like to carry this story over to tomorrow because I think this is really interesting. Let me let me grab the story here. Damn. This story. Oh my goodness, have I lost my story? Why can't I find my story?
0: Well, let me just say this: as far as the, yeah. ma- the um Davis Bridle, you know, I, I I don't think we can dismiss those type of things when we see them. You know, it could be easy to say, well, that might not be the reason, but I think where we where we have turned in culture, you know, it's just these are the results of what we get when we go against. <laughs> The design that God has laid out, you know, Absolutely. and so that that's an indicator of where we are. You know, when you see businesses failing like that, and and, and particularly that type of business, you know, it's like wow, nine thousand people having to be laid off uh, because business is not good because right. people are not getting they're not married. getting
1: married. Yeah, exactly and right. So it's, and it's, I, know, yeah, it's
0: just a. I think it's a telltale thing and something that you know when I when I hear it, I'm like, man, wow. You know, it's just a it's a sobering fact.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think the, um, the way that we have degraded marriage, like biblical marriage, you know what I mean? Now you just have anything. You just have anything. And I think what we don't understand is that to water down the institution of marriage, to present something that isn't and call it marriage, uh, that you really mess with people's understanding of how sacred it is. Mm. And so when it's not sacred, then for what is legitimately a marriage, why engage in that? Like why, Mm. you know what I mean? Because isn't it, it's just whatever, it's just whatever. And what we have done, and even for those who would affirm it, those who say, well, I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman.
2: Mm -hmm. Well,
1: you know, (laughs) you are, you are still um, giving your approval to wickedness and then degrading the institution itself. And so anyway, I think that's, that's just a huge problem. Um, OK, I tell you what I'm going to do. Since we have the calls that are ready, let's op- go to the phone lines here, because the story that I have here that I think <clears throat> I could say I'm going to get through it quickly just to throw it out to you. But I really want to kind of unpack this because okay. it's so sinister. So I'll, I'll hold off on this until tomorrow, Lord willing. Um, but let's go to the phone lines. Will the great, where do we go first?
0: All right, let's go to Harrison in Texas. Uh, Harrison. Hey, I uh, just wanted to say that uh, when people start living together and not being married and they don't have the respect of God to get married and show him that their union is worthy, that's mm. what happens. You know, mm. less people will get married and less people will try to get married because they're already together. They're already living together. They're right. having babies together. So why even right. do it?
1: Right. Yep. Right. You, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. right. It's It is. It is dishonoring to the Lord, but it's become normalized in our culture. And and again, it is in addition to people just shacking up and living together. It's also the, the uh, public declaration that that's not that doesn't it can be whatever. Mm. It doesn't have any meaning. It's not rooted in anything of significance. There's no eternal value to this. Like there's it's not. And as we know, the, the world would say this, but we know that it is a picture of Christ in the church. Right. Like it, it is uh, presenting to us what Jesus Christ has done for us, that he's redeemed us, that he's made us his own. And so when you lose all of that in culture, even if people don't lead with that, mm-hmm. the, the residue of that fact has been present in American culture. So like even if you have people who don't have overtly Christian weddings, right, like they're still the understanding that this is something that that um, predates them. Yeah. that it is between a man and a woman and that it's sacred and that it's a commitment. Right. And you can't water that down without suffering the consequences of it. Just like you can't murder babies. Mm-hmm. You can't murder babies and then still expect to have the largest toy distributor continue on and business is good. Yeah. So thank you so much, Harrison. Appreciate your comments. Will the great. Where do we go next?
0: Let's go to Lynn in Arkansas. Hi, Lynn. Yeah. Hi. hi. I was going
4: to say, I'm a real fan of Tucker. I, mm. um, Truth and he tells the truth as far as I can see. I actually trust no man though. I always kind of look with, you know, a critical mm-hmm. eye to hear whatever they have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of surprised that he was on there as long as he was saying what <laughs> he did because I've heard about the hierarchy of Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, the hand they had in the last election of announcing some results early or something like that where mm-hmm. they thought it could you know had a bad effect effect on the results and um well, uh, a friend of mine said uh, when I told him about this, well, that gives uh, the FBI a chance to go for him now um and um. I hope that happen and I would just say mm-hmm. to everybody to President Tucker
1: Carlson yeah man that's you know that's a sobering point that you just made there Lynn I my goodness you know that's we we live in a sad time mm-hmm. when people would even brace for the weapon that is the FBI like that right. when you, that you would even stop and think for a second okay well now I'm going to be you know beaten up on by by the Federal Bureau of Investigations like right. that's just really sad it's disheartening and and I think the the thing that may be saddest about it is that it doesn't seem far-fetched at all it doesn't it doesn't feel like hey no that couldn't happen because because we know we know where we live <laughs> right and we know those who have fallen out of favor based on what administration is in office this is just it's really really sad to consider yeah. um all right will the great where do we go next
0: let's go to D in Kansas hi D
2: Hey there. Hi. Um, Obviously, you guys are not aware of the 60 Minutes uh, program last night about the gentleman that uh, they said was, uh, he started the riot and was leading Are you talking about the QAnon talk- shaman? Uh, Mr. Jepp, I think was his name. Okay. Is he known as the QAnon and- shaman? I don't I don't remember that okay. part. Okay. Um uh, but while I was watching it I thought, Oh, they're gonna sue Tucker now and my husband said, What? And I said, They're gonna sue him. They're after him now. So this may be a preemptive strike to keep the network not involved, but how could they not be? Um but obviously the guy that uh, and what who whatever he his name is, he at first in the program said we're going to the capital, and then he tried later when the police showed up he said let's back off and it's like he was really inciting in my opinion a riot, and then when it was going to go out of get out of hand he uh he he backed off he was a retired uh marine and uh i was was he part of i, I wish my memory were better but he might have been part of um the boys group Gosh, why can I well, ever remember anything? Well, yeah, I do no, know. Yeah. That's
1: okay. That's okay. That's I, right. I'm not familiar with the 60 Minutes piece that you're talking about. Um, I can do a search for it and find out. I do know that Tucker is problematic for, um, you know, anybody who wants to continue living a lie. And not, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so, so whatever, whatever shape that takes, I know that there's been some talk about the Dominion settlement and all of that. And, Mm -hmm. and, and maybe he was to blame for that. I've read a bunch of different things, but I hesitate to bring those things to air because there's nothing I want to hear from Tucker. Like I, like, let's, let's hear what he says. um, At least from his perspective, what he believes to have been the reason. I think there are any number of reasons that's why, and somebody else sent something about, oh, it's over big pharma. It's this and it's that. But here's my point, and I'm going to say this publicly. There's a lot of it's this and it's that to follow Tucker that he could have been gone a long time ago. Like none of those things are like, oh, that's the new thing. And that's what I feel like he has been, you know, resisting um, a lot of status quo, if you will. A lot of like just kind of go along and, and you say you can you can be zesty just enough but you still have to toe the line. I feel like Tucker Carlson never played that game. Mm. He was never just like spicy for us. It was like, no, he's he's just, he's telling it straight. You know, he's bold enough and determined enough to reveal information that no one wants to reveal. So he would, you know, get the information and then bring it to millions of viewers every night. He's been doing that for a very long time. There is a reason that we're not aware of, and I think we'll just have to wait and see what that is. that is. That's my opinion. All right, we're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing.
0: God bless.